Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another sizzling edition of the Doss and D Show. And today we sit down with one of the biggest names in Melbourne right now. Today we welcome the great Louis Phillips. A few months ago, we had the great pleasure of hosting Louis and Gab on the show to discuss all things 9 to 5 fitness and their incredible journey and rise. But today we sat down with just Louis as he filled us in on the unbelievable social media rise he's had, all things running, and of course, getting up close and personal with the man behind one of Australia's favorite creators. Louis opened up about his recent Instagram boom, which has not only seen him amass over 200,000 followers, but opened up some amazing doors, including becoming a Gymshark ambassador. Everyone who follows Louis knows he lives with two of the biggest influencers in Melbourne alongside Prime Chain and Anabolic Gabe. We picked his brain on what life is like inside those four walls, their friendship, the tough conversations they have to have, and of course, how they manage to do what they do in the public eye. Louis lifted the lid on running and the impact he's making in the fitness world. He shared the three running tracks all Melburnians need to try, the tip to actually enjoy running and making it part of your life, as well as the best tricks he has up his sleeve. Honestly, we covered so much in this hour with Louis and we know you'll love it as much as we did. Now remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Follow us on the socials in our show notes. And remember, you can watch the full episode now on YouTube. All right, guys, let's not waste any more time. Here he is, the man himself, the unreal Louis Phillips. D, the sun is shining. Looks like a perfect day for a run, I say. Oh, me too. And it's Thursday. You know what that means for myself. Thursdays are my run, running day, my main run. So are I'm they? very excited to get motivated. You introduce our wonderful guest today. Louis Phillips, welcome back to the Dawson D Show, my friend. Thanks for having me, lads. Thank, good to be back. It's a, it's a fantastic day. I'm, I'm glad to hear you're all running. You're all up and about. Uh, you've, got, you've got that kind of a bit mixed up there. Yeah. Only one of us has been running. <laughs> Just yeah. run, with it. Yeah. run with it. No, thanks so much for having me on. I, I really appreciate it. I loved coming on here last time, obviously, with Gab. And I'm excited to to do today as well well mate you're now the running man Where, where's this all come from because when we when we were interviewing you we were going down a totally different line of questioning but uh talk to us about the last couple of months i don't know if it was the dawson d show but i reckon your following went up about 170k <laughs> about a week after coming on our podcast so uh Funny that. yeah <laughs> so maybe 170k is coming up this week as well maybe yeah well, that's why i came on to be honest <laughs> my manager said get him on yeah. no nah, it's, it's yeah crazy i'm, I'm the running man now. I, I can't believe it to be honest I've always loved running but yep. maybe not as much as people think <laughs> um, happy to do it happy to help out but I always found like the content I made if I made it to do with running then it did a lot better than any of my other stuff um, I kind of just documented a, a, a journey of trying to get a sub 20 minute 5k and, and a few different other runs and they seem to hit really well so I guess that's that's where I've become the running man. I've got in my bio that I've been pigeonholed into being a runner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love that one. Very much the case. Yeah. Isn't it funny though? I think all of us that somewhat love training or gym or or staying healthy. I think running is the one thing we all hate. Mm. So like to have someone to is, is that what's come from that wanting to maybe educate people that it's actually not as bad as we probably think. Yeah. Bang on, exactly right. I think there's a real big correlation with people thinking, connecting, running, going for a jog to be like footy training running or like yeah. doing the beep test, doing a 2K. That's the whole point of my content was kind of saying it's not the case. Like you can actually go out and enjoy it. If you do these, you know, three to four things, focus on your heart rate, like breathe, you know, go slow and walk when you need to, then you're actually going to enjoy it. So yeah, that's that's definitely mm. kind of where it stemmed from and where there's an issue. I feel like if you can fix an issue in the world, then people will listen. Absolutely. Do you feel pressure now to obviously keep it up? Are you, does it ever stress you out? Because I know, and I love that your content, you're very open in saying, you know, I, don't, I do not want to do this today, but here we go kind of thing. Yeah. How, how do you find 
the whole running mixture of, of keeping the content ticking. Yeah, um, there is a little bit of pressure here and there. I mean, I'm, I'm training for a marathon at the moment, so it's like I need to run regardless yeah. of if I want to or not. But, you know, ups and downs, like with any kind of content, I, you run out of ideas, you come up with the ideas and you can't have good content without having everything else in your life sorted. So like... If you're not passionate about something, if, you know, things at home aren't as great, well, then the content's not going to be great. So yep. it's always a final product kind of thing. Yeah, I, I go through those every single day. Like I'm pretty dry with ideas at the moment, but we'll figure it out and I can probably document that. Off, off the back of what you're doing, have you seen like people that are close to you now kind of maybe getting the runners out and going for a jog? Like even, you know, Gab, one of your best mates and, you know, you're, you're both a, a magnificent duo. Him, he's not typically seen as a runner, but it looks like he's been running. Your, your mum, I know she was on your podcast recently. She's out running. Like, are you noticing quite a lot more people in your life are out running now? Yeah, heaps, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy. And being like the catalyst behind people going for a run is, is incredible. But, yeah, a lot of people close to me. I think my grandmother went wow. for a run. Wow. <laughs> yeah, what? and I said maybe just <laughs> let's stick to walking so we don't break hip. How old is your grandmother? Oh, good, 75, Wow. Good on her. But, yeah, good good on her. And I think I told her, let's just pump the brakes there. Go easy, Tiger. I don't want to sign this way. Yeah. But so so many people, and and that's probably the thing I notice the most when I go out, like when people have a chat to me, it's in regards to like getting them running and and they're running because of me. So um, I take that as a a huge responsibility and I'm very appreciative. So with your content now, I mean, it's very interesting. We really want to dive into 9 to 5 as well and, and what sort of happened because of all this. But talk to us about this. It's not overnight because you've been pumped. How long have you been pumping out content firstly? Yeah, probably three to four years. So now. three to four. So it, it's taken three or four years to be an overnight success. It's like that's the old motto. But yeah. when you just skyrocketed like that, why do you think it took off at that time? Mm. I think it was the, like you mentioned before me saying, like, I don't want to go for a run. It was like how transparent I was with it. There's a bit of vulnerability, you know, talking about oh, I got ADHD, like I can't, can't yeah. meditate. It was all those things put together and just coming across as being genuine. I think people nowadays can see through it so quickly, especially on social media, if you're fake, if you're just trying to sell something. And it came from like really humble places of me genuinely just trying to document or keep myself accountable of mm. running a sub 20 minute 5k. So I think that's where the followers came from. And um, if you can throw like a bit of a comedic twist in there and be a bit funny every yeah. now and then, then, then brands love that. And so do consumers. Are you enjoying making the content compared to the other content you've been making? Like it's, it's, it's different. Mm. Like you haven't always been doing running content for four years. You've always done some type of health content. Are you enjoying the running style more so than the in the gym training, or what, how how are you feeling in regards to creation? Yeah, I, yeah, I love it a whole lot more. Yeah, I, like I'm so bored. You know, I got I got a drone. Like, yeah, I saw that. yeah, well yeah, we love <laughs> that. Like, I, so I I love it a whole lot, and I love being able to do it on my own. Like, that's a really big part of it. I, one of my favorite things in life is going out, like going for a drive on my own, or just doing shit on by myself. So being able to get content on my own is like really big for me and I can easily do that with the running stuff. You know, set up a tripod, set up a drone. The bloody drone follows you. So yeah, that's you don't really have yeah. to do anything. Is that, is that because you maybe you like, I don't know why, but some, for some reason a lot of people are like this and I'm one of them too. Like mm. do, you, do you not like the fact that someone might be filming you, the pressure you like being able to do it on your, by yourself? Is yeah. there a bit of that? If I make a mistake, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, yeah, potentially. I mean, like Gab would be the one that films it. Yeah. And I don't really care if I make a mistake around him. He's like, he's really good with all that. I think it's more just like, I just love spending time by myself. Like, and I love spending time. I'm an extrovert. I love talking to people and, and spending time with others. But it's, it, I find it really important for, for my sanity to just be able to spend a lot of time by myself 
and kind of spend my own time in my own head. So maybe there's a, a portion of that to it, but yeah. but it, it's it's mostly just like peaceful. Mm. <laughs> and talk to us about Gymshark because Gymshark come knocking and we were just, I remember where we were, we we're moving house actually. And I just remember driving from here to, to Hawthorne to pick up some stuff and Dosh just goes, holy shit. And I'm like, what? He goes, Louie. I'm like, what? And there's just Jim Shark right there. And we just looked at each other. And we're like, holy fuck. Like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, we were stoked for you. It was like, so amazing. Like, it was unbelievable. So talk to us about how that came about. Because like, in all seriousness, your life must have changed a lot in the past couple of months. Yeah, Jim Shark was incredible. Um, so obviously, like just before I, my, my content blew up, I, I signed with managers. So shout out to the managers for, for trusting me when I had 15,000 followers because yeah. uh, second I signed with them, it kind of went up, you know, 190K. But <laughs> Gymshark came about. I said to my manager, I said, I want Gymshark. Like that's that's kind of the goal. Like I really want them. And just after we blew, it was like halfway through blowing up. I was like, shoot them an email and we'll see what happens. They had heard of me and and they loved me. So we pretty much, yeah, got the deal across the line. It's a pretty good contract as well. And yep. it means like all those brand deals that I have, I think I have like, like three to six at the moment they just allow me to not actually charge like any money for programming like i can just focus on giving free advice and making good content which i think is really essential to any creator starting out yeah it's interesting hearing that because i did not know that like when with someone of an athletic kind like has a following and they're signing deals you don't typically think because they're wearing the brooks runner or the gymshark shorts that it's allowing you to give out free running programs because watching you, I've always thought I'm like, wow, he's giving everything out for free. Yeah, exactly. I haven't thought about it like that. Hundred percent, and and that's like su- super calculated as well. Like yeah. I, I know what I'm doing in regards to that. It's like if you don't have trust from people, then like they're not going to buy anything in the future. And now I'm not saying I'm just going to pump them full of, full of product in a year's time. But like it does give you a little bit of leverage if people actually trust you, if you're, you know, giving out free stuff. And more importantly, if they feel like they're taking advantage of you, like you want people to feel like, Jesus, this is like way too <laughs> yeah, This is yeah, too good yeah. to be true. You're kidding. All I have to do is follow like yeah. sign up. Like you want people to feel like that. So yeah. it's a real conscious choice and I'm only able to do that by having good sponsors like Jim Sharp. Yeah. That's amazing because, I mean, for us as, as much smaller creators than you and we're always thinking, you know, how do we generate money? How do we generate what we do to keep living our dream and grow and grow and grow and hopefully one day get to a, a Louis Phillips uh, a stage <laughs> of growth? But I just think it's amazing that you can do that. It's such a good advantage. Plus, it probably helps with market share in terms of a, like – why would anyone go anywhere else? Yeah, well, ho- hopefully. I, I mean, I guess so. I guess it's just like like it all comes back to that trust. And f- for me, like the the content, it was so clear that when I changed to just like worrying about making money to changing to like worrying about helping people and worrying about getting more people off the couch and going for a run, that's when the followers came. And like obviously with followers comes monetization. So like that's where the money is. So like any tip I have for, for anyone in regards to social media, you've got to be offering something for free. You've got to be giving it like free advice in some regard, like some kind of tip and people will follow. Have you ever been a worrier about money? You just mentioned like worry money, like like being a content creator. I mean, we've we've interviewed a couple of people. One in particular, she I remember she, she's got a massive TikTok following and like mil, over a million TikTok followers, but she struggles with money. She mm. and she's o- very open with that. Did that ever cross your mind, or, or, or did you ever feel that way when you're when you're in that? You know, you're grinding, you're creating. I mean, having others in the house like Tom and mm-hmm. and Gabe. But have you ever been now? You're not worried, obviously. You know, you're rolling in it. But um, but <laughs> was it was there any feeling of that? Um, I mean, look, there has been in my life, absolutely. I uh, never to the point that it stopped me from doing anything, though. Obviously, I've got a fantastic family, so I've got a great safety net there. And if I can't pay rent, well, they'll probably cover me. 
It's never gotten to that. If I need to go home, then I can go stay at mum and dad's house. Like the basic necessities are sorted. But we've kind of, especially Gavin, I've always had like the the mindset of like, instead of kind of worrying about if you can make enough money for it, just like go and get the house or go and like pay, like get the house with a higher rent cost and you will make the money, you know, like back yourself into it. So look, I probably haven't had that much of a, a worry about money. I'm very fortunate for that. But um, there's certainly been times where it's been like, oh shit, we're on the edge here. Yeah. Like we're getting low. Talk to us a little bit about nine to five and what's happened in the last few months because from the outside, it sounds like a very interesting predicament, a great problem to have. But you obviously, you've got nine to five and you've got your own personal brand mm. in similar industries. Yep. Do you and Gab have, and obviously Gab's creating all this amazing YouTube content, which is TikTok's huge. Do you guys have conversations about conflict of interest or things like this you know what goes to nine to five what goes to our personals how do you have these open discussions are they difficult to have yeah i mean it's a lot of back end they're not they used to be difficult to have not not so much anymore we're pretty open and transparent with each other but yeah like there's been back end changes throughout the years like things have happened and you know we've had to have some really tough decisions but I think all in all, we understand that if both of our personal accounts are doing well, it benefits nine to five, it benefits myself, it Mm -hmm. benefits Sunday run, like it just works better for everyone. So whilst there is certainly a conflict of interest there, especially in regards to Gymshark and maybe nine to five fitness, um, we've got some pretty clear boundaries and we've managed to kind of talk our way through it in in every way possible. Can, Can you then, so with your podcast, for instance, if you have a guest come on, how do you determine if it's a nine to five guest or mm. a Sunday run guest? I mean, they're pretty separate guests, to be honest, like okay. different podcasts. Sure. One's a running podcast, one's kind of like fitness and lifestyle, but it's become more and more just like lifestyle yeah, stuff. Sure. So that's actually never been an, an issue. Yeah, and, cool. And like never been a conflict, but I'm sure if it was like, we'd managed to figure it out pretty yeah. quick. End of the day, like if Gab finds the guest, then it's probably going to, they're probably going to go on the nine to five podcast. If I find the guest, then they'll probably come on to the Sunday run podcast. Yeah, sure. And if I find a guest that's much more suited to the nine to five, then they'll go on the nine yeah, to five. Yeah, cool. So, so awesome. with the Sunday run podcast, mm-hmm. I mean, you've already been doing a podcast for, you know, three years with, with nine to five. Was it always something on the cards or did it just kind of come about because of the growth of, of your running profile? Yeah, I, I think I always wanted to have my own podcast. The the running profile definitely helped it out, but I just wanted the ability to be able to like pull all the levers and have 100% ownership, not from a, a an earning perspective, but just from like, I want to get my mum on. It's like, that'd be a bit weird if I got my mum on with Gab there, you know, like what what's he going to do? Yeah. So it's like just just having that platform and, and having an, a different way to, to learn about people. And like, I'm very inquisitive. I've, I love learning and I love talking to people. And nine to five, the, the nine to five podcast is great, but, you know, sometimes it's a lot of relationship talk. It's a lot of like growing up talk and that kind of stuff. And, you know, I don't always want to be doing that. So the benefit of Sunday run is being able to diversify and not step on each other's toes, but also have, have that outlet. And, and it also, sorry. And it also now you're creating, you've created a whole nother audience. Mm. So that X amount of followers that's now following Louis Phillips for running, they're not all going to be wanting to listen to nine to five. They want running advice. Yeah. And there's actually really very little crossover. Yeah. Like the, the running followers compared to the nine to five followers are very, very different. Yeah. Very different. So there's actually like contrary to popular belief, there's been very little kind of, crossover very little kind of arguments and it's been a really smooth sailing process yeah Yeah, that's good so that when you decided to go down that podcast Sunday run that conversation was fine like Gab was supportive it was easy for him easy for you 100% yeah yeah. cool there was there was no issues whatsoever I think like he doesn't really give a shit about running yeah so like yeah you know it's like he if he went and made a powerlifting podcast yeah like I would want nothing to do with that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, um I'd support him 
but yeah. like it's it's not an interest. Yeah, cool. So Wangaratta Footy Club, you were you were, you signed with the club. You were going to play some footy this year, and that's now on hold from what you told us earlier, which is disappointing. <laughs> we all want to see you out there in the brown yeah. and gold. Yeah, thanks, mate. No, I appreciate it. It, it what? Well, yeah, hard decision. Yeah, really difficult decision. So. Mate, I've been I've been smashed with questions about this, and I answered it in a podcast. But I kind of get to the point like I'm going to answer it once. I'm just going to leave it. So I did that in a podcast. And what happened is like I signed up to Wangaratta, started doing running. Well, I was doing running content throughout being signed up, and it's just taken off. Signed all these different brand deals, and it's like, oh, hang on, I lose my Saturday. You lose your Sunday as well because you're sore as. Yeah. You know, your Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday, Thursdays are your, your training. Like, so you can't run properly. And so it's kind of like I had to weigh it up in terms of what's like career versus, versus passion and I kind of had to put the running stuff first. So I've had to put footy on hold for the time being. I'm itching to get back though. So I'm thinking I'm going to run a couple of marathons and then if they'll have me, I'll, uh, I'll go back to the footy club. It's really interesting because we were talking before, like, and obviously with Prime being there too, but – the fact that you two in particular can draw such an interest. I mean, it's always, it's always been a big league. It's always been a high mm. quality league. But the fact that you guys are drawing more interest than XAFL players, VFL listed <laughs> players. Like, <laughs> do you crazy. think about that and just go like, what is going on? Like, it is oh, like, it's crazy. obviously Prime's, Prime's got a lot to thank, you know, creators for, but I just think it's insane in, in a good way. It's amazing. Yeah, it is. I, like when I signed with Wang, there was a, a few articles like for the, the local paper written. <laughs> <laughs> John and at the local butcher, not happy. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like, they were just getting a smash. They were like TikTok and Instagram star with 190,000 Instagram followers signs at Wangaratta. It's like imagine a farmer reading that. Oh, so yeah. you'd see you'd see on the Facebook pages like, who the fuck? Fucking, <laughs> yeah. What? So Wangaratta signing people yeah. off the amount of followers they have. I got the captain of the fucking op- opposition team who's ripping into me. I'm going, oh. this is not the start we want. What's the, what's the best sledge you've copped? Because right, you've played a bit of footy since growing yep. y- your following. Mm. What's the, what's the best one you've got? Best sledge. It's a good question. Just like people just get personal, you yeah. know, like 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 know a lot about me from TikTok or whatever. Like saw that I maybe had a sore hammy, and then they'll crack into me about a sore hammy. Yeah. There, there hasn't been that. To be honest, they're not very fucking witty. Yeah, that's well, a great- he's a likable guy. Too. Yeah, true. like you're not as polarizing. I feel as a couple of the other boys. Uh, <laughs> like you, you're like no one's got a bad word to say about Louis. Like, yeah. I've never heard a bad word. And you're such a good bloke. Did you feel? Were you nervous about potentially round one and the pressure that would come with playing a freaking local game of footy? But it, there's so many eyes on you. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I was nervous. I love it though. Like. Yeah. I, you love it. Um. Are you wingman, by the way? Yeah, and not yeah, very yeah. good either. So, <laughs> like, I'm not and, – and, like, to be honest, I'm not, like, making my own montages and, like, yeah. I'm not like Tom, you know. <laughs> yeah. He, like, he has to perform, otherwise yeah. he's going to cop it. But, well, the poor blokes copped it for, oh, after round one. Yeah, the, the poor bars. He'll, he'll, he'll be right. bounce back. He'll, he'll yeah. bounce back. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm a little bit nervous, but, but not yeah. really. Like, I love it. I've never claimed to be a good footballer, and chances are if they're coming from the sideline, then I'm a better footballer than them. Do you feel a chip on your shoulder even at training? Like at one yeah. Go, like yeah, you do feel that. Yeah. 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 yeah um, <laughs> well, in, in regards to social stuff or Well, just just rocking up to footy training and, and like all the boys, obviously, they already know who you are. I mean, yeah. when you typically when you move clubs anyway, there's a bit of knowledge about the recruits that come in when it's you. Like it's obviously yeah. a whole new level. Like I always think like XAFL players come back into a local system, mm. they've got a chip on their shoulder because it's so Yeah, but so they're good, mate. That's <laughs> the thing. See, but I'm saying, but there's still, you must, every kick, everybody's got way more interest. And I miss a lot of them. So you actually become really good at apologising for, yeah, just pick them up a bit, lift them up. But I, I mean, I guess so, yeah. 
Mate, le- less to do. I don't really care about the social following stuff. Like, it, it, I don't really think about it too much when it comes to game day. I don't think about it too much at training. I just want to be able to hit my fucking kicks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't we all? I'm a wingman too, and that's that's my role as well. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised. Did you? So, did you do the whole preseason from day one, mate? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's day the worst. That sucks. The only thing that would be worse would be ACL on the eve of. Yeah, well, that's the risk, isn't it? Doing the ACL if I keep playing, but oh, I don't know. If I if I run a marathon and. I get back into it. It's not like I'm going to be losing fitness. Yeah. I'll be fit enough. Can so. you can you see yourself like, and and this is I mean, how many how many kids finish high school and go and study sports science and they want to go and work? But yeah, I was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But can you see yourself potentially like I don't know? Maybe you've already been asked like a clubs or you're coaching to a certain extent, and creating programs. Like, is that something that might come down the line? Maybe maybe coaching. Well, not necessarily coaching, but maybe taking care of running programs at, at footy clubs or you know you're yeah. you're you know the running guy. Yeah, potentially. Surely, unless it's Collingwood, he's not interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Louis Phillips doing that. Yeah, um, heading down to Dufton be- for the Tuesday evening, you know, <laughs> after work. I can send them, they can download my running. True. Program. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's probably enough. I don't think there's enough money in that. Um, no, nah, the, the, the next thing is corporates, mate. You want to get in with yeah, Very yes. true. Um, and every corporate. Big corporate companies seem to do a, uh, you know, city to surf or they're doing the oh. Mother's Day Classic. Yeah. Get in there. Charge yeah. The, very very nice. Program. So, yeah, watch this space. Or a week so out, a, they'd probably all do like a week weekday run club or something like that. Maybe you could exactly. be the leader of that. Yeah. You know? I would love to know this as Melbourneian. So, this is obviously not for our international listeners, but at your top three running spots in Melbourne because – yeah, well, Ooh, I like this. I just want to, yeah, hear mm. what. It's a good question. Um, so we've all got our favourites. Number one is is along. I start in Elwood at Head Beach and just yep. and run along. It's number city one. City bound by far. Yeah, city bound. Yeah. How far do you typically go before you? Oh, well, I haven't done it. I mean, back, back when I did it, probably to Port Melbourne and back. Port Melbourne. So well, how yeah. far would that be? Was, it, was that the main 15? first video that blew up? Like the very, I remember that. I yeah. remember you running along Beach Road. Blonde hair. Yeah, blonde hair. Yep, that's yeah. it. Um, <laughs> so probably that one. I love a good tan yep. jog. There's a lot of like encouragement there with beautiful women. So. Yeah. I was about to ask. There's a lot of Lorna Jane around. That plays yeah. a big part. And if, if you go, <laughs> what is it, anti-clockwise, you run face onto the yes. wall. So and you'd be going shirt off, of course. Oh, 100%. Yeah, hands yeah, 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 down. Yeah, 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 except okay. for in winter, I would blind them with our white <laughs> with the pasty. <laughs> so that's two. We've got uh, Elwood to, to Port Melbourne and back, and yep. then the tan. What's and coming in at three? Oh, number three. It's a good question. I actually really enjoyed Albert Park. You nailed my top three too. There you go. I mean, is there any others? <laughs> Probably well, I saw, not. I saw you went and ran at the Caulfield, Caulfield Race Course. Yeah, that was interesting. That was good fun, actually. I was yeah. doing um. Yeah, run spot reviews. So, so you're not doing that anymore? I'll get back to them. I'll get back to them. I like those drones. The drones look great on those. Yeah, it's yeah. cool, isn't it? But the benefit of that is if you can try and get signed with like Tourism Australia or oh. like Tourism, Ooh. you know, wherever. New Zealand. On a yeah, Hamish and Andy kind of level here. Yeah. yeah. Very. Well, if you can get signed with them, then they'll fly you around. I just do a little run spot review and then kick my legs up. <laughs> tell you where you should go. We were at a wedding out in uh, Cockatoo. Do you know where Cockatoo Ooh, is? I've heard of it, uh, yeah. some Emerald Way. So in the Dandenongs, would you do sort of the, some of those mountain runs with the, you know, forest The mistiness. And, yeah. yeah. Hard on the quads. But hard on the quads. Yeah, I definitely. I've been looking to get into a bit of trail running. Yeah, nice. Um, got some good trails around where I am actually. So, look, I'll potentially get into that if it looks picturesque then you're able to film it definitely you know so we'll see we were talking off air and i briefly mentioned a bit so i love watching nick bear nick bear is probably and I, I just love watching to watch him i don't look at it and go or sometimes i'll go yeah make me run but i just enjoy his content style i really love it he's the hybrid athlete mm. i would love to see you do a triathlon yeah triathlon i was actually in communication with i think iron man 
for a little bit there. So something could happen. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Um, it'll depend on footy and stuff. Yeah. But if I do go back to footy, then it'd be after that. And um, I'm all for it. Like I'd love to do a try. I'm, I'm a pretty good – I can ride a bike. Yeah. Swimming, not strong point though. can swim to save myself, but probably not the quickest ever. Well, Dee's – what's the story about you, – you tried to – you did a, a run to – a swim I did, to run. I did the uh, – I don't know if you've heard of this out in San Remo near Phillip Island. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the footy club in the summertime, they do a series of three run, uh, three runs and swims. So you swim across the bay and then you run. Mm. Well, I went into it with a dislocated shoulder and, and the swim's the first part. And it basically, it starts off the men's start, followed by the women, then followed by the uh, the over 65s. And I was getting lapped by them because oh. my shoulder just went halfway. Doesn't and everyone have their own coloured cap as well? You know the 60-year-olds are in the green. So say you're the blues and the reds come flying past. Oh, you're like, oh, the women are going past. That's fine. Then the yellows come up. You're like, oh, and then I had to call out because I was almost going in circles. And the girl said, look, we can bring out, we can pull you into shore, but then you can't do the run. I'm like, oh, I've got to finish this run. So, oh, it was one of the most so you put your hand up, got help. And then Put my got, hand up, got help, and then had to say, "Look, actually, just I'll, I'll find a way through. This is, we'll, this is we'll just figure it out." But yeah. I saw you posted the other day, seventy-seven or seventy-eight kilos. Is that kind of yeah. where you're weighing at? So, is that typically probably ten kegs heavier than probably the average person posting running content? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Or probably even fifteen or twenty kegs heavier. Running people, running culture. It's pretty pretty toxic world, but they're, they're all built like whippets, which is yeah, fine. Yeah. But it's certainly not the body shape that I want. I'm not looking to be a professional runner by any means whatsoever. Yeah. So, yeah, like naturally being that much heavier, your times are going to be a lot slower. Mm. Like you're just not going to be as efficient with your runs. So it's been a bit of a battle, but yeah. I don't want to lose size. Like it's, no. it's not what I'm going for. But it's that's why we love it because it's so relatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. And I don't think – I don't know many people who actually want to be a professional runner. No. Like bugger that. Have yeah. you had a DM – and I'm sure you have. He's that, had a few DMs. I the, guarantee the, the, that. Yeah. <laughs> have you had, have you had a, a, a really impactful one that – that, that someone has sent you a message and you go, mate, mm. you've changed my life. Heaps, mate. Yeah. I, I get them every day, to be honest. I had one. All right, mate, settle down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I get them every day. <laughs> heaps of DMs. Heaps, heaps. Uh, and I'm very single, so DMs. All right. He's very, go. very single. Yeah. He's very single. Get amongst it, ladies. Uh, exactly. No, I had one that was essentially a bloke saying I saved his life. Wow. Um, wow. Which is incredible, and and it was all through running and stuff, and you know I said to her that like that's that's like I feel honoured. It's it's yeah. genuinely amazing. But yeah, you I think you realise pretty quick that it's a lot of responsibility. Like there's a lot of people that look up to you. There's a lot of people that rely on you for good information, good programming, and for you to not get them injured. So mm. yeah, there's a huge responsibility there, and I love the responsibility. It's it means a lot. Yeah. How do you go with when you're just out in public? going about your day and you've got people coming up to you because I know that would have happened for years and years now with 9 to 5 I mean I still get texts from uh, the footy boys saying I just saw uh, Gab or I just saw Louis down the road I'm like okay <laughs> uh, some of them in that more area where you live but yeah. how do you do you have do you like when people come up and tell you you know more about how you've impacted them positively because last time we talked about obviously the, the boys coming over in the clubs and taking the photos and yeah. you guys were like we'll keep this going while the women are, are uh, flocking but, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. but when the girls aren't around you know do you like when you know do you like having these conversations over I, and over I love it yeah, yeah I love it I, I, I love conversation. I love hearing about people's stories and, and if we're part of that, then, then that amazing. means a whole lot. You know, it, it, it happens a fair bit. It, it mainly happens when we're out, like when you're pissed. Because like yeah, yeah. even if they've just scrolled past you once on Instagram, then it's like they come up to you and let mm. you know about it. So you feel like a whole lot more of a celebrity than you yeah. actually are. And yeah, I've never had a bad like conversation with anyone, to be honest. Like I've never had 
any negative interactions and that's good hopefully we keep it that way yeah i have to ask where were you when that first video started popping and what was the reaction were you on your own or were you with you know the boys and, and was it was it like i can only imagine but yeah, the, the excitement like all of a sudden seeing seeing a, a video hitting over millions of, of views what the yeah. fuck do you do yeah oh, to be honest mate it, it happened like kind of in the background so what happened i, I posted it was it was that actually didn't have anything to do with running the first one. It was just like weightlifting and explaining like what kind of lifter I am. And that yeah. like I don't lift for footy. I don't lift for like necessarily aesthetics. I just do it for like to be healthy kind of thing. And like I posted that and it just like did really averagely as they often did. And then like a week or two later, it just like picked up, hit an algorithm. Weird. And it happened so low in the feed that I didn't even notice. And then, oh, okay, yeah. So like, I didn't. And then I scrolled down. It's like I've gone up. Like I was like, I've gone up three thousand followers. Like, what? How's that happened? Um, I scrolled down. It was on like seven hundred thousand views. Wow. Like, oh shit, yeah. Wow. And, and the important thing at the end of that video was like, I said, follow along if if this applies to you. Uh, so like, not not follow me, but just like follow along to the journey. Call to action. And it just it just hit. Yeah, call to action. And it just fucking hit so hard. And then I once I saw that, I was like, right, recreate. And yeah. I got into the running stuff and. It was like I went through a point there of like such high confidence with it. It's like you'd upload it 400k. You just it's just easy. It's just like so easy. It's certainly not like that anymore. But yeah. it's yeah. I, I reckon people were rocking up to Victoria Park just wanting to see you. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> because Absolutely. You, you thought every third video, oh, I really love your baby yeah. Park. Come on, head down. We get my runners on. Change no. it up a little yeah. bit. Watch out the security. Yeah. <laughs> when we put the question out to the, which we'll get into later from the fans, I actually got a private message. He didn't ask a question, but. The fact that you actually mentioned this earlier in this podcast and wanted to bring it up. So, firstly, he was very excited. He said the goats are coming on the Justin D show. So he's very <laughs> excited that you're coming on. It's but nice. then he asked about. I said, "Oh, so obviously you followed Louis." And he says, "Yeah." And I said, "Oh, what is it about Louis that you really like?" He said, "I don't remember where I saw it, but he was talking about ADHD, mm. and he said that really affected him positively." So, can you maybe touch on on yeah. that? Yeah, oh, mate, that that video. I didn't think that was too well, actually. That yeah. video, but um, it, it did. I. I just talked about how like like I've got ADHD. I've I've had it my whole life. It was a little nightmare in school, and yeah, like it hasn't really been that much of an issue for me to be honest. I think because my parents have been very like strict on the thing of like not making it an issue. It's just sure. like who I am. And I was talking. I think I was talking about how I couldn't meditate, but I could completely see the positives and advantages of meditating. And like I could meditate, but I just like didn't want to apply myself to actually do it. So I was like, what's a way I can go and meditate and get clarity in my head and be able to go on about my day? Well, it's like going for a run, but more specifically going for a run without headphones and trying to make it as boring as possible so that I'd firstly sit into thoughts that I have in my head, but then get to a place of like pure like tranquility. So that was running 10Ks around and over with with no music mm. and just like just ticking it over. So that was the video. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I guess I just kind of spoke about how I have ADHD and, and this is what I'm doing to kind of mitigate any issues that might come with that. Do you have any passion around it? Because a lot of people say I have ADD or ADHD yeah. and they're not diagnosed or mm. anything and there's a bit of a grey area. Do you buy into any of that or get involved or do you just not really give a shit? I'm, I'm not that, that passionate. Yeah, 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 fair enough. Like, yeah. I, I could be. Yeah. You know, I, there's, there's a huge market for it. And like that video has a lot of people kind of, messaging me asking for, for more content on it but like 
it honestly, it just hasn't been a huge yeah, proponent sure. of my life cool. that like if I were to capitalize on it, it would be wrong. But yeah, I, I do notice it day to day and like it's the way I uh, think, it's the way I speak as well. Like sometimes I go off on tangents, which is a bit of an issue if you have a fucking podcast. <laughs> I think it's a good thing if you've got a podcast. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a part of my life and understanding how to manage it has been yeah. really important. And I, I will continue to do stuff on how I manage it, but I'm not going to like sing it out too much to sure. be honest. Can you take us to maybe a, a bit of a you, you mentioned the no headphones. So, so firstly, do you do you typically run with headphones? Yeah, yeah. So, well, D hates it. So, oh, actually, you know what? Maybe touch on why you hate it. It's yeah. my pet peeve running with headphones because I do a lot of street running. So, my nightmare situation. I don't know about you, but I hate this more than anything. Is running and two there's a, a footpath and people walking say two abreast. Yeah. And they've got headphones in and they're totally unaware. And it's like come it's in dusk time and you're running behind them and there's cars driving past and you're kind of like bouncing around mm. trying to get past them. You don't want to startle them, but they got headphones in. Yeah. And then you finally go past them and they shit themselves. And suddenly you're the freaking bad bloke. <laughs> mm. So and obviously the other thing is the amount of times I've nearly been hit by cars because with headphones in. So that's just my little rant. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I will, what I was going to, to ask which was what's your day in the life you know every, everyone loves yeah. this kind of question so when louis wakes up in the morning what time does he wake up are yeah. you a faster or do you get stuck into something small do you run in the morning do you lift in the morning do you run later what's work look like like fill us in mate yeah fill us in. sure sure um oh, it, it's hard because every day is different for me yeah. at the moment yeah. um but as, as a general structure yeah i get up around 6 a.m and i'll go straight into like a walk like i love i need to get moving in the morning straight into a walk i just go around the block maybe like 2ks or something listen to music like i do go on my phone set myself up for the day get back and either go for a run or lift weights and then there's like after i do that it's normally filming content while i'm running or lifting weights edit Editing probably takes me two hours. So you edit all the videos? Yeah, straight wow. away. Yeah. So like while it's fresh in my head, I'll get back, edit them and just like whack it or like draft it essentially for, for content. And then throughout the day, I'm either doing something regarding like Sunday run, either like programming or like podcast. And then there's always something to do with brands as well. So like after this podcast, I've got to do a, a reel for my protein. And yep. it's like that'll take another two hours on top of it as well. Um, so the kind of what like four to six hours in the middle there yeah. is very much just like either content or editing content or like it's doing something with a brand. Afternoon will either be a run or a, or a gym session. And is there time in there for swiping or yeah, that's what like, we're interested you know yeah oh, there's plenty of time for that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or is that more when you get in bed is just a little, yeah you know? um are you a hinge operator yeah nah nah no i can't can't do the nah not not for me the dating apps oh yeah. you can't do them at all nah just nah. rely on the dms or yeah yeah, yeah do you do you healthy. work your way into dms no. No oh. anymore? Don't need to anymore, do you? Not not really. <laughs> <laughs> Those days are no, gone. You know what? No, I, I would. Yeah, I yeah. do. Actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. About it. Not with much success. But oh, bullshit. <laughs> very good looking man. He's a very humble charmer. Like I said, he's charming. Yeah. 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 I'd always I'm, back Louis. In. I'm shocking on the dates these days. I get well, well, if if you were to go on a date with Louis Phillips, what's a what's a day in the life of a date with Louis Phillips? Where do we oh. like, where do we start? Where do we go? What's what your expect? ideal date? Yeah, what's an ideal an date? Ideal date? I, I don't even know, boys. Do you, do you like picking her up, or you know, do you are yeah. you more meet at the place? Whatever kind of works. Hey, <laughs> straight it's straight to the it's yeah, straight it's, to the pad. Yeah, come over for Netflix. No, <laughs> never, never. Nah, I I mean, I guess like I'd prefer to go out for a drink than like go yeah. out for dinner. Yeah, I find dinners like just you you're locked in. So for a, formal. So formal. Sit down and talk 
And then like after I've done my 10 questions, like, oh shit, now what? <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Like you, you, you know, you are, you know, how many siblings do you have? You know, yeah. what's your favorite movie? Oh yeah. I like the activity prior. I like an activity. What, for first date? Yeah, do an activity where you don't have to stare into each other's soul. You just go for like, say it could be walking or okay, I, I used yeah. to like mini golf. Mm. Obviously, you I'm did right. a few COVID walks like that. That went yeah. well. Yeah, that went yeah. well. That went well. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then if things go well, then you go into dinner. And yeah. then if things go well, you go to a bar. And then, and then yeah. things go well. See what happens. Yeah, see what happens. All right, yeah. that's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that. I don't know. I, I'm not that creative. I, I, yeah. I need help on my creativity in regards to dates. I actually, I try and let them sort it. To be honest. Well, talk to us a bit about the house because everybody in Melbourne, I mean, you've got probably the most polarising figure on the internet that's yep. based in Melbourne in your in your house. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say all three of them are, you know, polarising, polarising in themselves. You themselves, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, it's an in, it just must be – I mean, everybody's interested. Everybody <laughs> just is so invested in you three and your friendship and your content and <laughs> – we all watch everything you guys do. The so Truman Show. Yeah, the Truman Show. The Truman yeah, show. You are living in it. Uh, <laughs> the Truman <laughs> Show. So talk to us. I know you touched on it last time you are on the show, but just take us, you know, behind the scenes to this incredible enigma of a house. Yeah, no, it's it's good, mate. It, it's it's like any share house, I think. Um, I don't think it's like any share house. <laughs> <laughs> three, um, three big personalities in in Tom, Gab and myself. We've got a fourth in there as well who's Jordan. He doesn't do anything regardless. Isn't that, isn't that interesting? Yeah. You wouldn't know. Poor yeah. bastard. Yeah, yeah, what does poor he do? The vacuuming and the cleaning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, takes he the bins out. Is he in-house made? <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally. Uh, no, nah, he's a ripper. He sorts a lot of like the bills and stuff out. So shout out to him. But, Good man. Um, he, keep, he keeps the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps the electricity going. Someone's got to <laughs> do it. Good on you, Geordie. Yeah, we love him. But no, the, the house is good, mate. It's like there's not a whole lot to report, to be honest. I, I think it, it's it's just like any any house in that like it's it's a group of guys. We love mucking around. We're also pretty like career driven. Yeah, um, definitely. Like Tom, Tom, Gavin, myself are like very business oriented, um, despite mm. what it may seem. And um, we have like really big chats every single day in, in regards to how we can, you know, get ourselves better and how we can grow. We've have, you know, emotional chats as well. I think there was a, a stage there where we noticed we were just like taking a piss out of each other every two seconds. And it got to the point where it was uncomfortable to be around. You know, you yeah. walk in, there's another comment. You walk in, oh, that reel was shit. Why would you upload it? Oh, really? And it's like, and at, in a so joking attacking, way. But attacking the content. Yeah, just yeah. like that really Australian culture thing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, like sure. tearing each other down. So we actually had a chat about it a couple of Good weeks on you ago. Boys. That's hard. And said, let's pull our heads in here. Because I, I, it was the point I was like, I just don't want to go home. Like, I just want to go up to the farm with mum and dad and, you know, not be around Gab and Tom when they're in that mood or, or like Gab wouldn't want to be around Tom and I when, you know, it, yeah, it worked sure. in all sorts of different ways. So, yeah, like having that chat was really important. I, I think if you want to live in a, in a space, you've got to be able to share with others. Yep. You've got to be dynamic. You've got to be able to work to other people's standards and then have people work to your standards as well. And that takes a lot of effort. It's not just a – like share houses aren't just a like your house and it's just done with. Like share houses are essentially like a public space yep. in the, in the com, common areas and your room, you can do whatever you want. But in those common areas, you've got to behave like a citizen or you behave like a human and, and be nice to others. So having that chat was really important. It's interesting, no matter how close you are friends of someone, it's, you know, and we've lived together for, you know, over two years now. As soon as you start living together, it's very different. Oh, and it's, it's, it's like a relationship in, to mm. a sense, yeah. to a sense like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, yeah, it's, it's so nice and it's great and we get along so well and the chemistry is awesome. You move in together and all of a sudden, you know, it, you're, you're seeing, you know, Louis Fart and this yeah. and that, you know, like. so Toenails on the floor. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, he cops a lot of that from me. Uh, <laughs> that's revolting, isn't it? <laughs> 
Lucky he does the vacuuming as well. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> but I, I guess, and then there's another part, side of it, in particular with you guys and with us too. But like, you you kind of all motivate each other in a sense as yeah. well. Yeah, and and hugely competitive. Like I want nothing more than Gavin Tom to succeed, and and them the same for me. They were super proud of me when um like all my stuff blew up. But there's also that thing of like fuck, Louis getting ahead, got to get going as well. Definitely. And, and like we help each other out with that as well. I'll always give Tom tips and pointers for for his content. Him vice versa to me. Same with Gav. So like it's really beneficial for that, and it's probably like it would be weird to live in a share house with people who aren't in content creation. We always talk about how like Gab had a really good analogy the other day. It was like climbing the mountain isn't the hard part or isn't the thing that's going to stop you. It's the pebble in your shoe. And it's like any kind of resistance in regards to content creation just ruins it. So if let's say I live in a house with in a share house with people who don't make content and I'm out in the backyard recording myself looking like a tosser, if someone says, "Oh, what, you're recording another Instagram, you know, story." That resistance, that's the pebble. That is so bad for like pr- like for growing and, and productivity. So um, living in a share house where people know content creation and, and understand it, you're not going to necessarily cop shit for it is really essential. For sure. I couldn't agree more and, and Doss is about to move away for a bit, but for the two years, we wouldn't be where we're at if we didn't live together. Exactly. Uh, well, I, but that's my belief. But And it's funny because we wouldn't. We wouldn't. Yeah. And we had a situation where we had to quickly get out of the other place we lived in and find a new one. And, and we were toying with the idea, do we move in together? Cause Doss is going away for, you know, a few months and you know, you're getting, you're hearing all these noise from other people and they're saying, I oh, just move into a share house, just move in there. And I'm like, you don't understand. Like it can't just happen. I need, we need a place for the podcast. Like it's, it doesn't sound like a big deal, but I totally relate to what you're saying because I can't imagine in the previous share house that I was in prior to, or just when we started Doss and D, it just would not have worked. Exactly. And and you said that. It's, it's background noise. It's like like external noise is, is really hard, especially in, in these kind of industries where it's like, you know, even for, for Gab and I, when we said we were going to move in together, it was like, oh, don't do that. And then the sec- anyone who says don't do that, they want you to fail. Like they yeah. don't want you to do well because like it's going to prove their point if you don't go well. But yeah, I, the exact same. Like we wouldn't have gotten as far if we didn't live together. So it is important. Plus, we're, in a way, we're all selfish in some ways. Like if you're in a share house and you've got people that are just living, doing their nine to five jobs, mm-hmm. they, they want to sit on the couch at six o'clock, watch TV, do whatever they want to do. And you're like, well, we want this space to create, make videos, yeah. do podcasts, do what. It, yeah, it, it's interesting dynamic. I also think in, in share houses, if you have one person who stays home a lot, yeah. like that would be us, let's say, and another person who goes out is on the tools all day. The person who's out on the tools kind of expects the person who's at home to do all the cleaning, sure. all the, and they kind of don't respect that your job just requires you to be at home all yeah. the time. Yeah, that's a really good point. Mm. That's really true. It's, it's really common. And I've heard about it a lot. Like we're you know, the person that in a share house, they, they go out, they're on the tools and they get back. Oh, why isn't this clan? It's like, well, no, this is your job as well. Exactly. Yeah. Whether you're, that's your career choice or not. I did yeah. see a video of you lads absolutely going to town at each other about whose night it was to unload the dishwasher. <laughs> now, what's the yeah. process? What's the schedule? <laughs> yeah. The fucking dishwasher, mate. It's, it's been a, it's, it's like literally the group chat's going off right now about the, the dishwasher. So, so we have a dishwasher, yeah. The beauty, like we're very fortunate, it's, it's quite a big house. We've got a butler's pantry and the dishwasher is in the butler's pantry. It's about a 10-metre walk to the actual, like the cupboards. Oh, you're kidding. So it's How not, inconvenient. It's ridiculous. So it's not just open the dishwasher and unload. It's open the dishwasher, walk around 10 metres each plate, put it on the table okay. and uh, then go to... I understand the so, real frustration. So yeah. we've had to, and obviously it didn't just work when we just, it was free-flowing and anyone can put it away. So we've had to schedule it. And we had a really good schedule. The schedule was going great. 
And then we added in bins <laughs> to the schedule. But the thing is the bins don't need to be changed every time the dishwasher needs to be done. So, uh. so Tom didn't undo the bin because they were empty. And then Gab said, no, well, it was Tom's turn. And so now it's saying whose turn is it to actually empty the bin? Is it, is it Jordan's turn? Because he's next on the dishwasher. But then he's left with a bin that is ridiculous. Like it's so past packed, like it is brimming. <laughs> So <laughs> that would do my head in. There's a, a lot to it, and you know, I'd say I'm the saint of the group because I really? just I just do what I got to do and get out of there. You're a neat freak. Yeah, I'm not a neat freak. I just like living in harmony. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't agree more. Tell us about like oh, we saw a great video the other day. Prime obviously posted with with the burger. So did nine to five get a burger too? Yep, we got an NTF burger. So talk to us about that. How does that come about? Royal Stacks, baby. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. that. That's that's the What's art. In of, that? That's. Uh, uh, chicken. Did it's, you get a say firstly before you? Yep, we got. So to pick, you picked the ingredients. Yeah, exactly. Right, take it away. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's not much to it. We, we got, <laughs> we've got fantastic managers, and they said, "Boys, we've got a deal for you. This is the the Royal Stacks. They they want to get involved, and they want your help with kind of promotion and opening a store, and they'd love to have a burger alongside your name." So Tom got the the prime train burger. Gab and I have the NTF burger. It's got chicken, lettuce, bit of herb mayo, and a bun. It's fantastic. Does that sound Ralph? He's a burger man. Is that, really is that, is that yeah. still up on the menu or is that, was that a one-off? should be. I'm pretty sure it is, yeah. Wow. I think you can get it from the footy. Really? Hmm. Ooh. How good's that? Head and down to Marvel Stadium for an NTF. If there's a Royal Stacks, there's definitely I reckon there is. Or the, there might be one at the G. Yeah, the G. Yeah, the G. And can you talk to us a bit about this drink as well? Alive, yeah. Alive. alive symbiotic. Um, alive's been great, mate. It's a, it's a soft drink. It's a healthy alternative soft drink. So it's mm. got like 10 calories, a thousand, oh, sorry, a million plus pro, or even a, it's a billion probiotics. Nick Kyrgios is, is part of it. Yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. And, and yeah, we, we got involved with it and have just been kind of ticking away with it. Like it's, it's something we really enjoy. It's a healthy alternative, really low calorie. We've got a fridge full of it at home and it's <laughs> something we want to promote. So yeah, yeah, that's great. That would have yeah. been pretty like, well, we're, we're big impulsive listeners. So to see that on impulsive was pretty, pretty cool. Oh, incredible. And that's the power of having someone like Nick yeah. involved, isn't it? Uh, it's something we could never do. We'll do like the smaller stuff and, and try and get some sales for it. And hopefully Nick takes it around the world. Could yeah. there be a bit of involvement, cross promotion involving you guys and Nick? Oh, Would that be something? You'd... Hopefully, yeah. yeah. Ho- hopefully, in the future. I, yeah. I've never met him, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to think so. What's the creative process for you, mate? Because I can imagine when you know when you and Gab get to sit down together, it's probably a bit easier. You can bounce off each other, and you know, week by week, oh, that story happened, and oh, this is that's great. We know what's going to happen because we've got each other to bounce off. On your own, you know, in terms of like a weekly content schedule, it, it, is that how you go about it? Do you, do you go, all right, this week I'm going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and these mm. are the videos. Or do you have a, a, a list on your notes app on your phone and you put down ideas? Like, what's your creative process? Yeah, I do have a, a like an idea space on, on my phone in, in notes, but it, it's very organic. Like, I very much just like do I, I document what I do essentially, and I'll come across things along the way that I'm like, oh, this would be better. Like, I should document this. Like, this tip could help someone. Like, for instance, right now I'm, I'm super unmotivated with running. I'm all like somewhat falling out of love. From it. and and that's because of like too much programming, like it's it's mm. too dialed in. So I'll I will document that process and explain. I'm I'm not enjoying it as much. This is why. Um, and if you're in the same boat, well, this is what you should do. Like this is what mm. I'm going to do. So it's really organic. I don't have a set amount of videos I need to put out a week. Obviously, there are content schedules for brands. So there's a certain amount you got to do yeah. with brands. But that's every brand i work with they don't really care it's just like do whatever you you kind of feel like and and we're we're in your corner do you think about exit strategies perhaps 
taking your content away from running. Obviously, it's pretty new mm. and you've got all these brands and then you sign these, you know, links of contract deals and whatever. But do you, th- do you think about, you know, three to five years? Do you think about what's next? Do you want to transition into another platform like, say, YouTube? And do you want to change your style of content or mm. are you more of a day-by-day or month-by-month kind of operator? I mean, there's, there's always that thought for the long term. And not necessarily an exit strategy, but you do have to be aware of like what's going to be, you know, relevant in the future. Sure. I don't always want to be running. That's for sure. Like I'll I'll do as much running as I can, but health and fitness has always been a thing for me. So I I want to be under that umbrella, not necessarily just, just running. What that looks like in terms of business sides. Well, I'm not too sure at this stage. Uh, I, I, I mean, I do think about it a fair bit. I'd love to do a running app. The Sunday run stuff is something I really want to develop potentially like a clothing line as well. It, it's it's all stuff that, that could happen in the future, but it all comes back to just continuing to provide really good content. Yeah. If I can grow my audience and build that trust with the audience, then you can do pretty much anything in the awesome. future. And before we jump to the fan questions, one last one before that is, and, and this is going to be a real basic question, which is for everyone listening that might hate running, that might just not even, the, the thought of it just makes them want to spew, mm. like just mm. because of the beep test back in year nine or because of, you know, Indian yeah, two, trial of footy training trials, or, you know, like, trials, yeah. and I'm one of those guys, like how does someone, you know, that knows they want to run, but they just hate it. Like, what have you got to say based off what, you know, your content has said for, yeah. I mean, it, it just doesn't have to suck running. I think everyone thinks if you want to, you're going to go out on a run, it's got to be four K's, do it as quick as you can. You're going to be blowing by the end and then that's done. We'll come back again next week and do another four K. I'd say pull it back further, like, like relax and, 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 Bring it down into like jogging for 30 seconds, walking for 30 seconds, jogging for 30 seconds, walking, do 20 reps of that. And then like just listen to music while you're doing it. Slowly build up, see if you can start doing it all with jogging. Once you got there, start focusing on your heart rate. If you've got a, you know, like an Apple Watch or a Garmin, you'll be able to figure out your heart rate pretty quick. If you can run to your heart rate being under 150 beats per minute, it's going to be a really refreshing run. Like it's just going to be really enjoyable. It doesn't matter how slow you have to go. So those two tips are like kind of what I've I've gone off and, and has what has helped a lot of people is to like peeling it back a whole lot and not just like like gassing yourself straight away. If you want to run fast over a long distance, the trick is to actually run slow. So run, do a lot of volume-based training which is like instead of running 5k's really fast why don't throughout the week we do 20k's really slow so 5k like you know 5k's four times on different days yeah Mm. so yeah look at volume-based training look at your heart rate and break it down a whole lot 30 seconds on 15 seconds walking that kind of stuff it's ideal for people starting out it's driver yes or no I love Strava. Mate, yeah. Strava's my, fa- my most proud uh, platform. Yep. Is it? How yeah. many – so, dear, I haven't, I haven't even looked. So, do you have a pretty solid fan base over on I Strava? I've got 6,000 followers. Wow. And they're 6,000 of the best. Yeah, yeah. that's amazing. That, I think you have to be a real loyal fan to go over and follow someone's yeah, Strava. That's so a or, big Strava Or following. hate me. Or, or hate you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Well, no one's screenshotting them. And, or are they screenshotting and sending probably, them to you? Probably Did you hear about this soccer player or footballer over in the UK? And they were doing, I think during COVID, Ralph might know about this. And that I think they had to do 5K time trials and post it. And he posted it to Twitter and it was just unbelievable. Really? Like, really? But then there were some eagle eyes driver users that got involved <laughs> and they saw that there was a lot of stop-start action. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, the, the best one's um, Lockie Neal when he was at the Lions, oh, right. wasn't it? And he was getting on the little I think peak. it was at Freo. 
Frio. At Frio. Yeah. He's getting on the Pee Wee 50 yeah. out the back <laughs> yeah. and setting With the, the watch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the fan question is always a great part of uh, the Dawson D show. Now, the first one is they've asked to remain anonymous. Normally, we uh, give the name. But this actually comes from a female. And she writes, how do you grow your glutes and shred at the same time? Hard to do in a calorie deficit. Uh, yeah. I mean, it can be done. So it's called body recomposition is building muscle whilst being in a calorie deficit so you need to have your protein intake up you want 2.4 grams of protein per kilo of body mass okay and then if you're doing that in a in a deficit you're obviously going to be pretty hungry but obviously a lot of glute work high protein and eating in your deficit your glutes are probably going to grow love it so from jack patrick louis I'm yet to find the perfect solution to preparing for and dealing with cramps both mid and post run this also includes post footy these things take, taste like cat piss. He sent a screenshot of uh, the pickle juice, but have found they work on some occasions. Do you have any other suggestions? Yeah, you probably want to actually look into like your diet early, earlier in the week, I'd say. Diet and hydration. Before footy games, you actually want to be having like at least 500 to 700 grams of carbs, which is a shit ton of carbs. Yeah, like that's the wow. two days beforehand, beforehand. And then start looking to salt. A lot of people think salt just means you have high cholesterol and you're going to have a heart attack. If you're young and healthy, it's definitely not the case. You need to be up, upping your yeah. salts heap. So like salt is super important. That is what you're sweating out and that's what's creating the cramp. So look into salt, look into calcium. Um, there's plenty of supplements out there like hydration powders you can indulge in. Love yeah. it. Rob Summers 4, can you tell us about one experience that you've had that truly made you you yeah um an experience has made me me mm. that's a good question that's an open-ended question that is an open-ended interpret it how question. you want Louis. what has made me me i don't even know what do you what would you say god i, I was really hoping you would say <laughs> that what, what, has what, made, what has made me yeah what has made you who oh, you that, are oh, geez this, this could get this is a, that's a deep question. It's yeah. a deep question. Oh, I'm this could be time to build a home on uh, TikTok. Yeah. That, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> do you know the song I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you go first, but well, the big one for me it was probably be a uh, family. That'd be the biggest one. Yeah, it's like that's a that's a that's an easy little just nick to midweeket for a quick single. <laughs> oh, I don't want to. Yeah. Well, I'll go on then. No, no well, yeah. Um, what made me me? Have I ever had any experience? Well, what's like, an experience? Yeah, I, I'm what, happy to go deeper if you want I would to. Say, I would say solo travel made me who yeah. I am. Oh, that's a good one. I would say that. Going six weeks abroad by myself, acting like a complete idiot, made me rethink about how my life's going. And But learned a lot of things about how to communicate with people and mm. I reckon that made me who I am. That's a good one. I'd say mine would be a breakup, getting broken up with. Ooh. It's kind of like set me on my path in, in terms of content and yeah. it made me move out of home. It just like made me take life a lot more seriously. And mm. How old were you when with this particular? 22. Okay. So yeah. two years How old ago, are you now? 24. Oh, 24. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Your mom would be death. So dealing mm. with grief. So mm. losing oh, my, gotcha. my dad at 21, I think just having to grow up quicker than I probably mm. wanted to. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then obviously, similar to you, it, it forced me to kind of go, kind of live, like mm. go and move out, go and try different things and care less about what people think. Yeah, that's a big one. It's a, The second what, you can get over that, yeah, it's... As huge. soon as that happened, I was like, fuck, life actually, it could all go tomorrow. So I may as well just do what I want to do. Exactly. Yeah. Rob Summers 4 with one of the greatest ever fan questions this show's ever seen. You got your uh, phone there, mate? Yeah, yeah I Rob do. Summers, well done. Right on, There's Robert. a few more. We got, uh, that's a new one that just popped in. I don't know if you want to ask that. <laughs> From Dean.Burger, how big is a big enough fish? <laughs> <laughs> is there an inside joke or not? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Sometimes we get these questions and the guest goes, oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for you to go, yeah. oh, yeah, I know Burgerhead. Burger. Um, yeah, no idea. Harry, <laughs> Harry Scard Maglia, he's, he's actually written a few questions, this guy. He goes, is living with Prime annoying? <laughs> no, it's not. He, he, oh, look, at times it is. He, he's a ripper to live with. I'd, he... I could live with him for the rest of my life. Honestly. Really? Yeah, I, him and I get along. I, I, like, I don't care about his mess. He doesn't care about mine. He cleans up like if you ask him to and he's just like a chiller. Now, if there's <laughs> – I always say to him, stop showing off in front of your new friends because sometimes if there's people around, he'll just start screaming and yeah. shouting. I think we might have spoken about it last time. Like, yeah. Just like super loud and I need to like literally stand there and block my ears. But other than that, he's, he's pretty good. And oh, now he's got a girlfriend, doesn't he? He does. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey, what has that done to him? Is that nothing. brought him into nothing? No, no. She needs to crack the whip. One of our more. mutual friend shipmates a few months ago, uh, they were onto that quite early. They said, were they? Yeah, yeah. They, they were. They were told us before. I wonder if Prime would have the same answer back at you. And, and if we got Prime on here, would he say, "Yeah, person. I'd live with Louis for the rest of my life as well." Oh, maybe not for the rest of his life, but yeah, I, I reckon he'd. Um, I reckon he'd be pretty close. We we yeah. get along yeah. very, very well. Yeah. I would be interested if he did bring. Oh, sorry to go back to the dating scene, but if he were to bring a young lady home after a romantic night out, you know, wine and dining, do you want them to meet Prime, or do you rather just just wait a few? Let's have a few dates before we introduce Gab and Prime. Yeah, oh, I'm happy for them to meet. Yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy for for sure. Gab can kind of charge around with his noise cancelling headphones on. <laughs> And he looks quite angry. And the shaved head now. And the shaved head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the skin head. So yeah. I, it's, um, <laughs> it's that's very probably who I'd be a little bit more concerned with them meeting. Gab, okay. <laughs> oh, we'll make cool. this the last one because it's a great question to, to probably end these on. And it's uh, what's your longest run? Longest run is 30 kilometres. 30 kilometres. So yeah. that's going to be up very shortly. Yeah, to get to 42 soon. Lovely. Wow, we. There you go. Louis, mate. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. No, That's thank you for coming in, mate. Really We've loved it. it. It's yeah. been a great chat. Been uh, thanks, mate. We, uh, we, it happened very quickly, but we always love talking to you. And congrats on everything you're doing. And we'll continue to watch with keen interest. And yeah, appreciate your time, mate. Appreciate it, lads. Love what you're doing. Need one of your programs. Yeah. <laughs> it's online. It's free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> D, wasn't that episode just awesome? Oh, mate, I got so much out of it. I'm sure you did too. And of course, thank you to everyone who listened. Guys, if you haven't already, go and subscribe to the podcast over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. For sure. And please leave us a five-star review on Apple. It goes such a long way to helping the show. And of course, you have your chance to get a shout out. Don't forget to go and follow us over on Instagram as well. What's the Instagram, D? It's at D underscore. D-O-S-A-N-D-D underscore. See you next week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you in the next episode. 